Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome in. Uh, Not a good day, but uh, the national media pouring it on. Not just the special election congressional race, but marrying that with the Bucks County race. And I'll say it the last time, you know, Republican Party nationally is not good, tactically. But in Pennsylvania, they suck. Once again, the woman we brought you yesterday, Candace Cabanas, is somebody who... Absolutely ran on a working class platform, I think has been a waitress, uh, that kind of field themselves. And they bashed her in this abortion again in the Bucks County special election. She wants to go to Harrisburg and do what Doug Mastriano would do. She wants to take away your freedoms. She's MAGA. She's crazy. You heard her. What the hell is going on here? There's none of that. They're getting away with it. It's an all out war. And they need hand-to-hand combat done smartly. So first, let's talk about the congressional race. And I just mentioned to Dawn, the guy who won, the Democrat who was a three-term or so incumbent over the... He ran against Hochul. That's why he dropped out. So he was sort of like an incumbent. He did win handily with 43 or so percent, 93% of the vote. He was ahead by eight points, which is substantial in this district, which is right on the cusp of the immigration problem. I'll play you a cut in a moment. Now national Democrats think they found the template here. I'll give you what they think is the secret sauce. And again, it's due to media bias and the Republicans not being good at messaging when it comes to illegal immigration. So they probably didn't win on abortion there. The guy who won build himself as a moderate. I'm telling uh, President Biden to shut down the border. And of course, the White House allows him to say that. They're allowing all this posing to go on. They're in it together. That's what Republicans ought to do. This guy uh, who won yesterday, the Republican, uh, once said when he was the NASA County, we're on Long Island now. And as I understand it, this county and surrounding counties on Long Island, They have some of the most virulent over the years, illegal immigrant gangs. MS-13 might be their capital on Long Island. He said he bragged that while serving as Nassau County executive, I kicked ICE out from Nassau County. Can you imagine that? That's what he ran on at one point. He also said in January in this race, sanctuary cities, he claimed on the campaign trail, Can someone tell me, he's at this rally or this event, can someone tell me what that means? Oh, my God. And I don't know if the um, Republican candidate maybe interrupted the debate or whatever they had. She should have just said, you know what, before we go forward, I just would like to tell you what a sanctuary city is. Since you don't know what a sanctuary is, we have to do everything. That's what I would have been coaching her to do. Dan and the the moderator would say, well, let's uh, get back to talking about the economy. 
No, I'm not talking about the economy. How do you like that? I want to know what a sanctuary city is. Do you know what it is now? Do you like what my definition? What did I tell you guys at the beginning? No booing. There's going to be booing here. Shut up. <laughs> this guy uh, who won said sanctuary cities is such a misnomer. What does that mean? He said that during a January 17th membership meeting of the Plainview Old Bethpage Chamber of Commerce. Can you tell me what it means? Can anyone here tell me what it means? No. A sanctuary city. There you go. That's how I would have called in. He would have told him. <laughs> For the definition. But it's this thing that is thrown out there. It doesn't mean anything. It's such a misused terminology. Now, here is um, uh, Power Mary is her name. She's on MSNBC, I b- believe. And she sees, at the very end of this cup, we'll play you, that this guy on Long Island has the template for Democrats. In other words, what they're doing is he screamed about the border, shut down, a guy with this type of background. And then he says, and my opponent wouldn't make a deal to shut down the border. This is where they're going to pivot. How the heck did Republicans put themselves in this situation? How did they do this to themselves? More importantly, aside from that, how do they get it? I just gave you one. I'm not even there in this campaign, Dan. I'm not letting this guy go or any moderators. They have to drag me off the stage. I want to know what a sanctuary city is. I'm going to tell you what it is. And then be ready to filibuster and read stuff if you have to for 20 minutes and then say to the guy, now do you know what a sanctuary city is? Get him out of here. And get the crowd going in Queens and places like this that are being inundated with illegal immigrants. That's what a sanctuary city. What do you mean he doesn't know what a sanctuary city is? All right, here's Jennifer uh, Palamari, one of their strategists, saying, I think we found something here. And I think one of them will drive women out there like like there's no tomorrow. Well, yeah, I mean, abortion rights, it's, it wasn't, you know, Lemire said this, it wasn't as big of an issue here. I just think in New York, even though she was, uh, that, that even though Pillip was not pro-choice, people just don't have a sense that in New York, uh, the New York State Legislature, Governor of New York, is going to get rid of abortion rights. It's just, it's, just, it's just not as prevalent. There was a third-party group that ran, or a super PAC that ran ads about it, but it's, it's just not as prevalent as it, is, it is in other parts of the country. So when you add... Democrats being able to win a race where immigration is the number one issue. And, you know, partly that's because it's close to New York City. Migrants are a big issue in New York City right now. I don't know that it will be as prevalent an issue in other places with the advantage that Democrats have on abortion rights. Um, this, you know, it seems like Swazi really cracked a code that Democrats could, um, that they can model um, elsewhere. And that this stuff, I mean, Joseph is early, like, this stuff breaks through. One thing that I saw one of the NBC reports from yesterday and talking to voters, people want they, they don't like that the fact that Republicans haven't gotten anything done. They don't like the fact they, they see that Republicans mm-hmm. are just playing games in D.C. and focused on doing things like impeaching Ali Mayorkas and not passing a bipartisan border bill. That stuff is catching up with people. All right. So this uh, Schlozy guy, you're not getting anything done here. We're going back to this playbook and the media knows this is ridiculous. I mean, I'll admit, uh, Dan, you might admit to I don't want him to be doing anything. I just want them to enforce the laws that we now have. That's all. We already have the mechanism. It's pretty simple. But apparently, the media loves this idea, do nothing Congress. What are they doing for the American people? Yeah, well, they're not spending $7 trillion like Biden did. What is it that you want them to do for the American people here? Get out of our way. 
And the conservatives have always had a little bit of a messaging issue with that in that we really don't want government to do too much. The less government, the better. I have to admit it. That might be hard for a politician. Now, a couple more points here. What happened over here in Bucks County? Well, they had a lot of outside money just in a small uh, representative race. The guy who won is on the Pensbury School Board. He's a guy that wants to censure everything. And he killed this woman, along with Josh Shapiro and these others, in saying that she wants to go to Harrisburg and take away your abortion rights and your LGBTQ rights. We had her on. She's right out of central casting talking about working class, talking about kitchen table issues. They will not stop on this. It's the Josh Shapiro playbook. That's what this guy does. You're getting into irrelevant things. We're just going to stop you there. Yeah, that, that school board. Here's the thing we found, though, because of some digging today. Megan Brock, true friend of Force out there, her buddy Jamie Walker is going to be on at 2 o'clock. Todd Shepard, great reporter, investigative reporter for Broad and Liberty, has this. But there's this group. Uh, there's this group out in Bucks County now that is uh, a front group for Democrats. not even much of a front group. It is definitively... In fact, uh, several of their members, Todd Shepard writes, were hooked in with Zuckerberg in the big 2020 election and the nonsense with all the uh, things that went to certain districts and not others, if you remember that. Yeah, it's bucks the system for the new generation. What better way to celebrate the name? Yeah. What better way to celebrate the power of young people in Bucks County? This is all around this election and the presidential election than live music burgers, beers, and manicures. Huh? Yep. What? And I got from their Eventbrite on their... Uh, wait, how's, their, this, how's that? Wait, wait what? Well, I'll how give do you have a, both grills and acetone in yes. the same place? Well, I will give you this... <laughs> uh, sound like a great here, this, uh, Yeah, Bucks' system. Join your friends at a free event celebrating you. Saturday, 27th of January. Live music by the 7. Beer, burgers, and music at the 5-4 Bar and Grill manicures or pedicures at natural uh, nail bar vape testing room oh vape testing room at fox city vapor whoa this is a free event where you can hang out with friends listen to music do everything from drink a beer to register to vote so we have to get scott presler out there vaping to move what is is this scott you gotta step it up yeah so todd shepherd writing at broad and liberty says that this group and their leader, I went back and checked on her, they're hooked into the Zuckerberg stuff. They're hooked into being a massive Democrat front group here. And they're putting on events. Now you could say, is this what we're reduced to? In order to win, we have to do manicures, pedicures, and vaping. I don't care. Let's add stuff to it. As long as it's legal. Yeah, let's do it. Whatever it takes to win that's legal... That's what we should be doing. So One-stop shop for manicures and vaping. Yeah, and pedicures at the same Philadelphia's time. Philadelphia's hottest. We're Stefan from SNL. Yeah, and, uh, you know, what's more natural than doing everything from drinking a beer to register to vote? <laughs> now, the Shepherd piece is more serious. He claims in looking at this group, as I said, their leader was involved in the 2020 stuff in Pennsylvania with the Zuckerbucks and the like. 
So they're playing to kill in a small election out there. And what did the Republicans, as far as I can tell, this woman was on her own again. It's almost like they see no hope. Now, the district is, uh, I wouldn't even say it's purple, it's slightly blue. But we're just letting them roll over top of it. This is making national news along with the congressional race because people know they control the House here in Pennsylvania. That has implications for the election. You know, if you control the House, you can investigate them more if they start doing their nonsense. I have one more, though. Tom Corbett, Dan, and I've been going back and forth with this. Uh, former Governor Corbett, remember we did the governor's show. He and I did not end on such great terms toward the end when he said, yeah, we're going to pay people that have Medicaid 50 bucks. We'll give them $50 if they will get a cleaning for saving money that way. No, buddy, that's it. You've gone over the line. He's part of a new group, Governor Corbett, that is fighting what he calls the big lie. He's working to boost faith in Pennsylvania's elections ahead of November. Yeah, Republican, Tom Corbett, here in Pennsylvania. Now, look, you know I don't stand for the outlier stuff on the voting machines and the wild stuff. But if we get Corbett on, I'll ask him, is it a big lie that Book Bar was so complicit in getting over the top? She forgot to do her duty and sexual abuse victims didn't get their day in court. Did the Pennsylvania Supreme Court not rule you could hand in your ballot along with her three days after the election was over, as long as it was postmarked in advance? Any number of things that went on here in Philadelphia, Zuckerbucks, Tom, did that happen? So it's the Corbett's, the Senate Republicans of the world. Now, how does the Trump factor play into this? The woman in um, New York was in a rock and a hard place. They were going to say she was MAGA, she's with Trump, they killed her on that. Then she really didn't go all out, since it is more of a purplish district, to engage, so the MAGA voters may not have come out. It's a, it's a difficult position here to be in. And I think the first thing the Republicans have to do is start stop killing each other. Look at the model of Democrats. The mail-in ballot stuff... They called the election in Bucks County, according to one report, I think it was Associated Press, they called it like seven minutes after the voting was over because she was behind in the mail-in ballot 86% to 14 with 43% of the vote counted. 86 to 14. What in the world is it going to take to realize you can't win unless you have an all-out? What I would have done is... I would have paid Scott Presler $100,000. Come in here if you're really serious about winning this election, like two months before. Just pay him and say, Scott, stay here. Don't go to Arizona as much. Free pedicures for all? Yeah, free pedicures, free man. You know, Scott could be out there vaping. It's a vaping part. I'll be out there vaping. (laughs) Exactly. Pedicures, manicures, and vaping. I love it. Have you ever gotten a pedicure? No. No? no I don't like the foot stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I cut my nails exclusively, you know. Maisie stuff. and I went yeah. about two weeks ago. I got a premium spa pedicure. Right. It was fantastic. They rubbed the legs and everything. I've had massages. Yeah, but... By female and male masseuses. Yeah? I don't know if a male is you a You prefer male or female masseuse? Um, I probably prefer the female, but... You know, the male is not a problem. I prefer the male. I yeah. don't know what that says. I, I just, the, the strength, you know? Uh, Gotta get the deep tissue. That's true. Yeah. Well, when you're in a uh, bathrobe in a Roman uh, setting at the Borgata, I guess it's mostly <laughs> females. 
That's what they made us do. It was all for the station. All right, 855-839-1210. You think we'd have a bunch of Republican men show up for pedicures if we had a similar event? I would go with massage. If I yeah. could get an army of masseuses out there ready. I think the massage is more of a grabber than a manicure and a pedicure. I feel like it's easier to set up, too, right? Oh, yeah, it's very easy. Yeah. You could have a team of 10 in here. You could do 10, 15 minutes. You could do 100 people. Yeah. Let's work on it. I mean, it's that would a be idea. A, good, a good event. Uh, the vaping, I um, don't like. Well, we got to include the vaping. Well, if it helps, look. You can vape your brains out if you mail-in ballot and vote for the Republican. I'm fine. You can do whatever you want. All right. So uh, 855-839-1210. Now, one thing you may be sitting there saying, well, Republicans should not have kicked out Soros, uh, Santos. And Santos, I get it, is a, a difficult position. If they had let him in there until November... I think he would have been beaten soundly anyhow, but maybe during that course of time, he would have helped with an extra vote. But then you have the media circus and all the stuff going on with him. So I'm not one of those guys that's just going to tell you, well, why can't they let someone like that in? And yet Republicans have Bowman, uh, Democrats have Bowman and Tlaib and all that nonsense. There are tactical differences here, but I'm OK either way if they had to let him in. Just to get that extra vote on various matters, I'd be fine with it. Uh, By the way, um, the the thing that Republicans have to do, and we need to come up with a catchy phrase for this, Dan. So I'll ask listeners if you, you don't have to give it to me right now. This is ongoing. Leslie, particularly, drop everything and do this. (laughs) Where their whole card is now on Biden, obviously, is the senility issue. We need something about release the transcript, release the tape. Show us the tape. Give us the tape. Why are you hiding the tape? Biden, Biden, you can't hide. I charge you with with hiding the tape. Doesn't work. Well, I'm working on it. It's on the fly here, okay? I was going to say senility. Good attempt, though. Good attempt. uh, I need one of those women to help us with this. We need Lori or Minnie on this. Yeah, we, we need a catchphrase for this, and we'll start to popularize it. Show us the tape. This, this is where we are now. Show us the special counsel transcript, at least the transcript. Here, here's the what. The, if you get the transcript, then immediately you do what Democrats do. You pivot and say, we want the tape now. We want to see this on tape. If we get the transcript, I think it'll be incredibly damaging. That's what they have to continue to push. I'm all on board with impeaching Mayorkas. We sent them there to do that. They did it yesterday, and he should be impeached. You can't just let that go. All right, so um, what do we do? Here's the thing. It's one thing if we don't know what to do. We do know what to do to win, though. And they're not doing it. The mail-in balloting is one part. The issue of immigration is another part. The abortion issue is still out there. All right, 855-839-1210. You're probably not feeling too good today seeing this stuff. Here's the silver lining. We do know what to do to win. It's just getting them to do it. It would be one thing if it's all, it's not a mystery. It's not a mystery at all of what's happening here. All right, side question today, Valentine's Day. Two-parter. That's true. Hit us with a film that you think is perfect to see with a significant other. Or if you're single, now Dan, you said a single male. I don't know. What about single females? Yeah, that works too. Okay, just checking. Yeah, just a good Valentine's Day film, whether you're single or you're watching it with your beau. It's, you know, right. a romantic film, or it could be one to, you know, keep your keep your mind off the romances, or maybe intrigue you in a different way. 
Yeah, I'd, if you're I'm, single. Right. If you're single, I'm saying Bonnie and Clyde. I can go and watch Bonnie and Clyde anytime. Right now, I would put that out there. And if you're not, this is Rose's suggestion. Oh, God. I know it works with her, the proposal. Oh, my God. Ah. We're into about 27 or 28 times of watching it. I'm not, I'm not making that number up. All right, what's yours, Dan? I'm going to get listeners kind of leaning towards the, uh, if you're single, maybe a movie you might want to watch, Showgirls. How about Showgirls? Go back to the 80s oh, film. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why not? Why not? Uh, and, save the bell. Save by the bell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A little, little turn in the career for her, huh? Yeah. And uh, I will also suggest uh, Fifty First Dates, Adam Sandler movie, Drew Barrymore. Probably my yes. favorite uh, romantic rom-com of all time. I, I've watched it tons and probably going to watch it again here soon. All right. Good suggestions. That's what we're looking for. Of course, you just don't blurt out your answer. Explain why that's your choice. Particularly interested in the ones you would give to people that are single. Valentine's Day. Has to be a pretty uh, bad, uh, difficult day. But the ones with the single one, especially, we need a reason behind it. You can't just yeah. throw out Star Wars because yeah. you like Star Wars. You gotta, you why? Gotta why Star Wars? That's always with the call. If you notice, that's who the people are that advance, that win, maybe get Captain Chucky's. By the way, coming up on Valentine's Day, another bad distinction. Philadelphia is the most single big city in the United States. Why is that? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano Show. Welcome in. So, um, you know, it's uh, cavalier to just say with the congressional special election, why didn't they just let uh, Santos in there? And, and I get the feel that people have that Republicans don't tough it out like Democrats do in a situation like that. But with Tlaib... She's going to be reelected in that district. Bowman, the same thing. They could tag someone in that. But with this with Santos, it was a trickier district. And uh, again, I see no way that Santos was going to win in November. But you got to have a candidate that has a reasonable chance to winning, not to win. And I'm not sure that Republicans did here. And they allowed the guy that did win to take an issue that is just white hot in the uh, New York area, you can imagine, given all that's going on, and allow him to skate on this by saying he's a moderate on it. Let's get together. You don't want to solve it. A guy who doesn't know what what a sanctuary city is or anything like that. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk with a great guy, Governor Scott Walker, back on the show. He heads up Young Americans for Freedom, the Reagan group, to this day. They sent us something yesterday saying Biden going on TikTok is not necessarily a huge advantage, uh, given uh, some of the young people across the country what Scott Walker sees. But I'll also ask him, here's a guy who won. What was it? Three times the recall and everything else in Wisconsin against all odds against people that were threatening to kill him. Then ran for president. And uh, what are his thoughts as far as what Republicans do, particularly in the suburbs? 
And again, we're back to the suburbs issue again. We have obvious issues that are cutting against the lives of people in the suburbs. Are we expected to believe again they don't like the tone of Republicans? That, that's going to be out there again. I can't believe that, given the immigration thing in New York, given the footage that we saw of those guys beating up cops right there in Times Square. Given how blatant Biden and the Democrat Party have been, you mean to say people in the suburbs go, yeah, but I don't like the tone of these Republicans in Congress. I don't like the tone of Trump. Why didn't they take that border deal? Are they stupid? I mean, did the media do such a good job of saying this would have been the uh, panacea? This would have been the thing that worked? Just take the border deal? You really don't want to solve it? You're just going uh, with Trump here in order to win this election rather than Biden pretending to want to solve illegal immigration to win the election, which is the truth. It's an obvious thing. We see Democrats make the problem unmanageable and then cut back a half a degree and saying, why will you not compromise? All right, it's 855-839-1210. Governor Scott. has been at work. work. She says, if you claim you're with it, show us the transcript. Ah, uh, okay, a little bit more work, uh, yeah. If you're without fear, the tapes we want to hear. Okay, it doesn't have to rhyme. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the second one's better than the first. Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting better. So, yeah, we need, uh, the, the thing that has to go on now is show us the transcript. That's If the you are line. without fear, the tapes we want to hear. Kind of works, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. We have nothing to fear but the tapes themselves. I'll contribute that. Throughout the show, we'll get some going here. Scott Walker next. Let's make uh, Governor Scott Walker feel at home. Dom Giordano's show. Uh, from Wisconsin to Young Americans for Freedom. Joins us here in Philadelphia on Talk Radio 1210. Governor, welcome back. Thank you very much for joining hey. us today. My pleasure. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Well, um, I often tell listeners when we had you in studio in Philadelphia, you were a natural. So it's good to see you uh, in this role with some good news as far as uh, President Biden uh, having TikTok banned on uh, federal computers, et cetera, and phones. And yet he goes to TikTok now. Why should we not worry about that so much? Well, I mean, I think the real simple answer is that uh, the more exposure Joe Biden has to anyone, but particularly young people, the better off we are. We, Our polling shows a couple of interesting things amongst college students across the country. One, they think the economy is the number one issue. But, but secondly, the vast majority of them believe that he's not competent, that he's not fit to be president of the United States. So putting him on TikTok, as dangerous as TikTok is, and it's the CCP trying to infiltrate our country through a variety of ways, including attacks on our border. But that's a whole nother discussion. But every time we put him uh, anywhere in front of the public, but particularly with young people, uh, it is only to our advantage. I think the key, though, is we've got to make sure we don't just talk about how incompetent he is, but how bad his ideas are. Because in the end, if they pull him and put Michelle Obama in, we've got to make sure that young people in particular, but voters overall, know these are bad ideas, not just a bad person. Yeah. Uh, so um, you say the economy is a number. Well, first of all, you're polling 20, only 27 percent uh, see him as uh, someone fit to hold the office. Uh, did you poll with President Trump, too? You know, we're starting to see the other side, uh, Governor, 
try to make the case that President Trump is pretty much in the Biden world. They just don't buy into that. Young people don't. uh, Voters in general don't. You know, this nonsense about, you know, trying to say that uh, he confused Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. Heck, I was on the stage with him eight years ago. I know he's masterful at at defining his opponents. I, I joked when I got out of that race, I got out before I got a nickname. It's so funny, but it's true. <laughs> well, it, you know what? It is one of my saddest days that you got out, though. You, you should know that because you're a guy that, what, three times faced down people that wanted to kill you in some instances and one going away. So you know how to win in a swing state, without a doubt. Uh, number one issue, you say, is the economy, then, you believe, with younger voters um biden uh, i i like what gallagher said who the congressman from your state wisconsin biden trying to go on tiktok to appeal to a bunch of 18 year olds who are anti-semites now that's strong language but isn't that what he's trying to do he's trying to lessen oh for sure yeah the guy yeah. who's yeah who's underwater and remember you guys know it just like wisconsin in 2022 the red wave became a red sizzle because in in, in your Commonwealth, in in uh, in Wisconsin, in Nevada, in Arizona, all of our states were battleground states, as they will be again. We saw a huge gap with 18 to 29 year old voters of anywhere in the margins of 30 to 40 points in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona, other states, and that's what cost us those key Senate races. It was those younger voters. Now Biden is underwater with them. He he's actually on the verge of losing those sorts of margins, and so they're desperately trying to do anything. And and Congressman Gallagher is exactly right. It, the biggest problem he has besides the economy is that you've got a bunch of these, particularly near college age students, who are just knuckleheads. You know, the ones holding up signs saying "From the river to the sea," and then we send our our folks from YF out there. Uh, to videotape them and ask them. They can't even tell you what sea it is. They can't tell you what river it is. They're just following this nonsense out there. But but they're the ones upset with Biden. And, uh, you know, that's just fine. Let, let the left eat their own, uh, because in the end, we've got to be focused on, on not just Biden, but on these bad policies and getting our country back. Uh, Governor, um, you, uh, you the uh, material that was sent to me said you have some ideas for the RNC. I think we're in more capable hands. Um You know, it seems like a lot of money was being wasted there. What does the RNC have to do in your view? Yeah, I talked to uh, Michael Watley the other day, and I think he and Laura Trump are going to be an excellent combo there. But they've got to get back to the basics. I mean, this is I think there is an understandable situation where people feel frustrated, like they're not doing what we want them to do. Again, in, in your commonwealth, in my state, we know that the best way to fight uh, election integrity is not after the fact, but it's almost impossible. But get in court now. The, the state party and the national party, RNC, probably more than ever, should be in court fighting these battles. Michael Watley, who will be the new chair, uh, did that in North Carolina to his credit, and that's why they went from a battleground state to a state-trending Republican. Um, but we can win if we have a fair fight. Uh, after the fact is almost impossible. So get out there. Not only does that help legally with the battles we'll have in the 2024 election, but I think a lot of patriots listening and others across the country want this national party. They want the RNC to be aggressive. They want them to be leaders. Do that. Focus the resources on the handful of states, again, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, being two of those that are going to decide not only the presidency, but are having critical U.S. Senate races. 
uh, take the rest of those resources, target them towards House races that will keep the majority, and then recruit and rally uh, the, the faithful, the, the great patriots out there who want to get involved, plug them into races where they can make a difference. We need to get back to that grassroots mentality that we had in 2010, and uh, we just haven't seen that the last few years. Um, is it stereotypical? Because I'm in this camp and, uh, you know, even some smart people like Ron DeSantis, I think, misplayed this tactically. The issue of abortion with younger voters and the media hammers away. If you were running, they'd say Scott Walker wants to, you know, take your abortion rights away and they go with nothing else. What are your thoughts on that, particularly with younger voters? Well, I think particularly you got to make it a bigger case. Every Republican governor who ran for re-election in 2022 won big. They won by substantial margins, and almost all of them were solid. Well, all of them were pro-life. Almost all of them were really pro-life in terms of signing pro-life legislation. The key was they didn't just make that the only issue in the race. They talked about the economy. They talked about making people's lives better. If it just becomes that issue, particularly with younger voters or suburban voters, uh, Republican candidates get in trouble. But if there's a larger theme, if there's a, a vision moving forward, if there's uh, competence in office, that's why Republican governors won. And I think that's a recipe for success in 2024 and beyond. Talking with Governor Scott Walker, uh, Governor, mail-in balloting, our listeners have pivoted on this. They've taken to it. They want it done. Uh, we're not satisfied with the RNC and Republican Party in Pennsylvania. They're independent groups that are doing well with that. What are your thoughts? we got to work together. we got to bank the vote. You're exactly right. I'd prefer, personally, I'd love to have everybody vote on Election Day, uh, no you know, paper ballot, same-day voting, voter ID. Uh, we can have elements of that, but we got to win with what we have. And what we have right now is early voting. It's mail-in voting. And we got to get there and be aggressive. We have enough people who share our views. The polls show it. Uh, and the polls are usually biased, and right now they're showing in our favor. But we've got to make sure that those folks vote. And to me, if you're a grassroots activist, you're knocking on doors, making phone calls, reaching out to people, why not get them to bank that vote now? It will make a difference. Parting question for you, uh, Governor. Last night, I'm sure you talked to people in pretty elevated circles, Republicans. Uh, how do we lose to a guy in New York, the epicenter of the illegal immigration in some ways, who just said recently, what's a sanctuary city? Tell me what a sanctuary city is. That's a misnomer. It's all made up. He did pose to saying shut the border. Then he pivoted to say, but Republicans didn't want to do this in this last deal. In Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and across, how do we deal with that? Your thoughts? Well, special elections typically are small turnout, and, and that's easier in fact, we saw that years ago in Wisconsin, a special election in a heavily Republican area went Democrat because they just went out and flat out uh, attacked uh, voters who were upset with President Trump, motivated them, uh, whereas conservatives, Republican voters kind of sat on the side and didn't think it was going to happen. I think the key lesson learned from this is we got to motivate voters. we got to rally the forces. we got to be focused on what's at stake here. And what's at stake is everything. I mean, it's it's not just the economy. It, it's our very sovereignty as a nation with this border. And it's an issue in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, heck, all the way up in Maine and Oregon. This is an issue that no longer just affects the border states. It is a national security crisis. And we've got to remind them when a 16-year-old dies of a fentanyl overdose, that's because of the failure of not just Joe Biden, but everybody on the left who shares these views to crack down and secure the border. We've got to make those issues paramount. 
uh, that public safety and a strong economy, not just overall, but an economy uh, that, that closes the gap between what people have in their wages, what they're able to pay for, and what prices actually are. The left has failed us. We need to turn that around. Governor, always welcome in Philadelphia. Please come back and update us on what you're learning with YAF. So glad that you're in charge of a wonderful group. Thank you. Good to be with you. YAF.org. If people are interested, send your kids, grandkids, or if you're a student listening, you're under attack. We got your back. Absolutely. Thanks, Governor. Bye now. Governor Scott Walker here on Talk Radio 1210. Dan, you heard what he said. I was out before I got a nickname. <laughs> and the sad thing is that people remember 2016 all in the center ring with like 15 Republicans running. It was Jeb Bush. Please clap. It was Scott Walker and it was Trump. Those are the three they put in the middle because those were the three leaders at that point. Please clap. Out before I got a uh, nickname. All right. Uh, 855. You don't want to attempt giving him a nickname? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, he, I, I just think that that's a, uh, one of the saddest parts. This is a very, very capable guy oh, yeah. who won big time. You had people threatening to kill him. 70,000 members of the various public services unions, one time or another, Dan, they stormed the Capitol where he was. He told me about it several times on the air. I mean, hard to believe. And this guy uh, just it just came through. So, uh, you know, we need more more of Scott Walker. All right. Uh, coming up, Joe of Exton, earliest ever. Hit us with a film tonight, either category. If you're with a significant other or single and would take your mind off Valentine's Day, hit us with that. Don't let all the good ones go away. And what the heck happened here? What should Republicans do? We know what they should do. You heard what he said about the new head of the RNC, this Watley guy, not Tim Watley, from uh, North Carolina and Laura Trump. Eric Trump somehow or another is getting mocked because Laura Trump was chosen. Jimmy Fallon last night, what a weasel, uh, hit us <laughs> with, I think we know what are the things to do here. Uh, the the mail-in balloting thing, uh, the outside groups are doing well, but look at what just happened over in Bucks County. I don't know uh, what the final vote total was, but it was way past the registration level. And again, I share your annoyance with people in the suburbs. You know, it's like every issue, everything going toward that, but they, eh, they don't like the tone of this, apparently. Is that what it is? You got to suck it up. It's, if that is the case, as hard as it is, it's only about one thing, winning. It's not about getting upset and, oh, I don't care anymore and all that. We'll never win. It's about winning. Dom Giordano's show, Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm watching several shows today saying that Gen Z dating culture, one of the big problems, political polarization. Yeah. I just, I'm amazed. Now, look, if you have extremes of it, if it's a Trump issue, whatever, someone gaga over Trump, someone who hates Trump, all right, maybe. But my God, it's so hard to find that person. You're going to let some I think it's degree, one direction. Yeah, you're going to let some degree of politics play in? You have to fill out a chart here and answer well, I, I, I say I think it's one direction because I think it's more liberal men and women not wanting to date conservative men and women than it is conservative men and women not wanting to date liberal men. I, I don't think conservatives care whether they're dating a conservative or a liberal, but liberals definitely care if they're dating I a conservative. They differ on that one a little bit. Yeah? The Trump people don't want to date somebody who's no, liberal. I don't I think, think they care. 
All right, they can call in and tell me. I don't, but over the course of time, I think I've heard that. Now, you think we have a winner here, Dan, or a potential about show us the tape. Yes, uh, let me get the let me get the drum beat going, Dom, because we obviously need that. Here we go. So we're, we're looking for protest chants for uh, you know show us the transcripts. Feudy Pandola, I think might have the winner. Hi ho, hi low. The transcripts show Joe's got to go. Eh, it still doesn't work. Uh, does it's it? not too hi, bad. But hi put ho. a drum under it. Wait. Oh, it works <laughs> with the music. Ready, ready. Yeah. Hi ho, hi low. The transcript shows guys got to go. Hi ho. Hi ho. Yeah, no, we're bad at this. <laughs> no. You know, we you need someone can. else to do this for us. Maybe you can hide. You can hide. Beauty Pandola. The transcript show that Joe must go. <laughs> All right. This is why conservatives to... aren't out there on the street. Yeah, that's fine. Right? It doesn't have to be a street change. It, it just has, it has to, to be... rhyme, though. Yeah, or it has to be a nagging line that you bring up, you know, where they say to you, how you doing today? Show me the tape. That kind of thing, all right? That every a politician should be sacked. We'll work on it throughout the show. Thank you, uh, Pandola. That's a decent start. I'm sure people are noodling that. Uh, hit us with that um, Valentine's film, if you have a significant other. If not, one that takes your mind off it. That's the side question. Coming up, Charlie Gasparino. What the heck happened? I'm going to ask him to the market yesterday. It's rebounding a bit today. He is the ultimate Wall Street Fox business guy and a lot of fun. It was just a, an inflation story. Yeah, inflation was up last month more than they thought. But the trigger was just incredible. Also, I, I find this to be fascinating. Uh, I don't know this senator, Senator Eric Schmidt. I think he's from Missouri. He tweeted out nearly every Republican senator under the age of 55 voted no on that money for Ukraine. 15 out of 17 elected since 2018 voted no. Times are changing, not fast enough. Is this an age thing? Okay, uh, let's go to uh, Joe in Exton on Talk Radio 1210. This is a day when we need the sage's advice. So, Joe, what do you have today? <laughs> 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 oh, the infectious laughter, Joe. Yeah. Um, uh, hello, Don. Hi, Joe. Uh, my, my film is a French film which came out in 1968 titled A Man and a Woman, in which this man, who was a uh, French race car driver, meets this woman in Paris. And um, they uh, get to know each other, going to cafes. Uh, restaurants, um, walks on the beach by the sea. Towards the end of the film, uh, it shows him in a race, a race car race, in the south of France, which he wins. After which, he hurriedly drives back to Paris to be with the woman, and they both consummate their love for each other. Ooh. Now, now, Dom, I have a um, St. Valentine's Day story for you. Okay. It, Dan's going to like this. Um, St. Valentine's Day holds special um, uh, consideration for me. My paternal grandfather was born in Poland in 1885 on this date, February 14th. As such, 
the family named him Valenti, which is Polish for Valentine. Oh, very nice, Joe. Now we're we're peeling away some layers Can I ask of the one onion. One more question to Joe. Yeah, Joe, are you married? Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah, so you got a Valentine today. Yeah, it's going to be a good Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Mrs. Joe of Exton. Yes. A lot of women in the audience are very sad to hear that. He's making a play for Caller of the Year. We may have to have a recan here. Sorry, Earl. You're bringing good stuff, but this guy is just out there. All right, Charlie Gasparino next. A little bit later, we're going to tell you about this Bucks County group giving free pedicures, manicures, and vaping. If you vote the right way. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.